0: Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, this is Liz Canbay. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Evan Carson. Hey, this is Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. WNBA Nation, what's up, everybody? Kyle Haywood here, and I'm going to be running solo today. Uh, it's a big day. We've had some crazy results over the last few days of WNBA action and I'm going to try a little something different today. Just kind of a heads up. Logan is off traveling. He is, he's kind of out and about right now. I just recently school started back up. And so I just recently uh, have been kind of getting back into the swing of things of of getting in and, and setting up my classroom and getting my, my classes going. And that's taken some extra time. So I haven't been on as much recently. Uh, I know Steve's got some projects and Jason's had some things come up. So we we missed our usual weekly episode that we record on Mondays. So uh, we apologize that we missed that episode. But we're trying to come at you with some of our, our later in the week episodes still. So today, because we missed that earlier episode where we weren't able to do just kind of a, a big league overview, that's that's generally what we'll see in season play on these Monday episodes. We'll hit like maybe one or two like big news stories, but overall, it's just kind of a a view of the league as it sits at that time. Uh, we usually try to do those Mondays because Mondays also are the days that are least likely to have WNBA games uh, in general. Uh, Mondays are are the least played on day for WNBA action. So that's how we decided to schedule that this Monday didn't work out uh, for a number of reasons. So uh we did miss that one, but we've got some content coming your way over the next couple of days. So you get me solo tonight, excited to be here and to, to discuss as you probably can tell from the title of this episode, my personal power rankings. All right. Now, I know that you're going to say, "Oh, I heard on WWE Nation Pod, they listed, you know, their power rankings, you know, 12 through 1 and they were way off on such and such." Just so you all hear this out. I personally have put these power rankings together. This is not necessarily the power rankings that Steve Logan and Jason share, okay? So there's that caveat right out the gate. They're probably going to come in, uh, on Twitter with some, some takes. All right. As far as where they, they think that I'm wrong and I'm cool with that. We're, we're close enough friends. I, I want them to come in with some action. So guys, if you're listening to this, hit me up on Twitter and let me know where I was way off and where you think I've got some ground to stand on as far as my power rankings go at this point in the season. Now, as I record this, it is the night of the 26th. And uh, so we just had um, a little bit of action. We just had uh, Las Vegas uh, beat Atlanta, 78 to 71. Connecticut took care of the Sparks, although that was a pretty close game, 76 to 72. And Dallas beat Washington, 82 to 77 in Washington, D.C. So those were the results from tonight. So if you happen to be listening to this, maybe uh, Friday or Saturday, especially Friday evening after some more games have taken place, Maybe I switch up uh, a couple of these rankings. Maybe I don't. So as I'm recording this, it's Thursday, August 26th after these games have been played. So I wanted to make sure that I had games played. Want to give a shout out to everybody who's here hanging out with us on Twitch, hanging out with me on Twitch tonight. We've got a few new faces showing up in in Twitch recently, which is a lot of fun. So hopefully those of you who haven't made the trek over to Twitch to check things out over on our Twitch channel, it's a absolute blast and hopefully come check it out at some point. If you have an Amazon Prime subscription... You can subscribe to our Twitch channel for free. Um that gives you a couple of little added benefits. And most importantly, it's free for you and it gives us a little bit of financial kickback, which we really appreciate. That helps us cover some of our costs and helps us to do some improvements to the show as we go along. Other ways you can connect with us are uh on Twitter, is is probably the easiest way. You can find us at WNBA Nation Pod, and uh you can interact with us there. We also uh, want to give a shout out to Blue Wire Podcast Network. They have been absolutely phenomenal to work with. Um, and again, as we have made that transition in there, you're probably hearing a couple ads here and there through our episodes, which uh, we appreciate you listening to those because that, again, affords us an opportunity so that we can provide better coverage of the WNBA, which hopefully then will benefit you and your ability to uh, enjoy the league and enjoy our show. But as always, we really appreciate each and every interaction that we have with you here on Twitch, on Twitter, just listening to the show in general. If you're just a subscriber that's listening, you don't follow us on Twitter, you don't check out Twitch, you're not into that stuff. Just listening to our show, we really appreciate that. One last easy way for you to interact with us is through subscriptions and especially reviews. So if you are listening to this episode on an, uh, on a platform that affords you the opportunity to give reviews. We really do appreciate those. If you uh, if you want to hit up the uh the five star drop a five star review real quick and if you write one out we actually will read it out loud on the show. So that's a great way for you to get a, a an immediate shout out on the show is for you to drop a five star review. Um we've got some great discussion going on in our in our Twitch chat right now and I'm excited about it. We've got some questions even coming through, um some people dropping their own uh, WNBA power rankings right now. And so we're excited about that. I'm going to, I will, I will promise. I won't let those, I guess, influence the power rankings that I will be giving here shortly, but I appreciate those coming through. So big shout out to everybody here who's dropping their power rankings into the, into the chat here. And yeah, here we go. Let's get rolling. First off the bat well, I, sh- I should clarify this. I'm starting at number twelve. I'm starting at the absolute bottom of the power rankings, and I I don't think this will surprise people. But I do know that not everybody has this team at the bottom of their power rankings. Um, so maybe this will surprise some of you. My number twelve right now is Atlanta. The Atlanta Dream are at the bottom of my power rankings for a uh, a couple reasons. All right. Now they are not technically last place in the standings. All right. They are tied for last place and have a slight advantage. They're technically in the 11th place slot over the Indiana fever, which is probably the other team that other people have sitting at the number 12 spot in their power rankings. Um, Atlanta, however, has not won a game in their last 10 games. They're on a 10 game losing streak. All right. They cannot get a W. They've struggled before the Olympic break, after the Olympic break, including some losses to teams that they really had a good shot against teams like, you know, LA and others that, that they probably could have gone up and and done something with Now, I am not down talking Atlanta, the organization they've actually, you know, obviously we, we have a lot of love for Atlanta, the organization, Renee Montgomery and, and everything that's occurred with the Atlanta dream franchise over the last 12 months or so has been phenomenal. And we were, we're, we're big fans, basketball product on the floor. They are last place in my power rankings. All right. They're tied for last place in the standings. They are on a 10-game losing streak and they can't seem uh to get things taken care of. So just a, a couple things. They they recently lost to Las Vegas. Nobody's going to fault you for that. They lost to Chicago. Nobody's going to fault you for that. And they lost to Phoenix who's actually been pretty hot recently. All right? Not bad. Prior to that, they lost back-to-back games against the Sparks. And then way back just before the Olympic break, their last game before the Olympic break, they lost by double digits to a last place Indiana fever team. All right. So they, they're struggling. They've had a couple close games, uh, including actually tonight. They played Las Vegas not terribly. They, they kept it in single digits in that loss, but eye tests results on the floor. I can't help but take Atlanta at the number 12 spot. So there you have it. Might have surprised a couple of you, but there's my there's my power rankings. I've got Atlanta coming in at number 12. Number 11. This is where this one I think will surprise some people. I don't think a lot of people are going to be really up in arms that I have Atlanta at 12. I think I think the 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 reasoning there's pretty solid. Okay? It it just makes a lot of sense. My number 11 may take a couple of you by surprise but hear me out on this number 11 to me right now is washington <gasps> but 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 kyle they've got an mvp candidate but 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 deladon's back right sure you got to get a w all right you got to get some wins washington all right and you're not Okay. Washington has, uh, let let me, let me just pull this up. So I, I do have this correct. Washington currently is two and eight over their last 10 games. Okay. Not impressive, not looking good. Now their most recent victory was against Los Angeles and Los Angeles has looked pretty decent. Granted, Los Angeles has been playing kind of the bottom tier teams. And so they got a couple wins. They were looking pretty all right. They ran into Washington. Washington c- took care of business. But other than that, they've also recently lost to Dallas, Seattle, but a lot of people lose to Seattle. Phoenix has been hot. They lost to Phoenix. They lost to Las Vegas twice. Okay. And they lost, uh, and, and then back pre. Uh, Olympic break, they did get a W against the Chicago Sky. So outside of beating um, a very less than stellar Los Angeles Sparks team, it, you have to go back to the Olympic break to see a, a victory for the Washington Mystics. So I'm I, uh, I, I don't think that they're number 11 with a huge gap between my number 10 team. But right now, in my in my opinion, I think that Washington looks like a team that that hasn't figured it out yet and who knows tina charles you know looks like she's going to be injured for a little bit she's going to be stepping uh, off the court to take care of a few things you know who knows a few games off there hopefully she's back ready to go for the playoffs it on slowly coming into things but this washington team as fun of as they've been at times just just doesn't doesn't grab me doesn't doesn't excite me and i don't i don't at this point see them making the playoffs and I've got them all the way down at number 11 in my power rankings. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm already seeing some, uh, (laughs) I'm already seeing some, some, uh, takes in the Twitch chat and that's fantastic. I appreciate that. Again, I'm excited about Washington as far as Deladon coming back, but it hasn't translated out on the, on the court yet. Um, if your most impressive thing that you've done post Olympics is uh, is beat the Sparks and everybody else you've taken an L, yes, you have a tough schedule, but you got you got to squeak out a win somewhere. You got an MVP caliber player two with a, with Deladon coming back, obviously two MVP type players, and, and you're not winning games. So I'm sorry, but you're but you're dropped down now in very very close contention for that number. 11 spot is my number 12 or is my number 10 team. All right. Now, again, this is as it sits today. This is not where the program is, where the organization is. I'm talking about right now, my power rankings for August 26th at 1030 at night. Okay. That's where, that's where we're at. Okay. I'm not predicting anything with this. I'm saying as they sit right now, I've got Indiana at my number 10 spot. The Fever, although tied for last place in the, in the, in the league, have actually won four of their last 10 games. All right. Which is double the Washington Mystics and Atlanta hasn't won any of their last 10 games. So Indiana, while yes, still. Looking you know, looking at the the rest of the field, you know from behind and and saying, oh you know we're we're still in technically in last place. Indiana has shown some signs of promise. they've had some fight, and the games that they have lost they've looked pretty good, they've looked like a new team. The Indiana fever just before Olympic break and since Olympic break does not look like the same Indiana fever team that we were watching at the beginning of the season, all right now. Do I predict Indiana is going to make the playoffs? No. Do I predict Indiana is going to do any, you know, crazy winning streaks or anything? No, I'm not saying that. I still think that they're, they're a lower tier, bottom tier type team this season. Um, all I'm saying is that right now, power rankings wise, they look better than both Atlanta and even Washington. Um, although that one's, that one's closer. I've got them just a little bit above Washington. I got to give some love to Indiana just simply because. They look like they want to play basketball and they look like they can, they can pull a few things out. Washington and Atlanta haven't shown that to me. So being close in some of these games like Indiana has recently, I think is, is bodes well for them. And, uh, you know, if, if you've got an opportunity to, to win a game late against Dallas, they played Phoenix really close. Um, they lost to the Sparks, but they beat the dream. Like, so since, since coming back from the break, they played three games. Really close game against the, the Sparks and the Sparks have looked pretty hot. All right. They were looking pretty good. They lost against a really hot Phoenix team as well, but also only by four. And then they beat Dallas, uh, who's, who's looked pretty solid. Okay. And Dallas has worked their way all the way up into the standings to be the number seven team currently. So Indiana. Yeah. And, and prior to that, they were on a three game win streak. Right now I got to give a little bit of love to Indiana. I'm bumping them all the way up to number 10 on my power rankings. Now this next little stretch here was, was kind of tough because I think my, my nine, eight, seven and six picks, you might be able to see me move these all over the board just based on my mood. Okay. Just based on, on how I'm feeling at that moment during the day could, could honestly be the the determining factor in how I, I view these teams. All right. So let's take a look at these. Uh, let's take a look at these one at a time. Coming in at number nine, I have the Los Angeles Sparks, okay? The LA Sparks at number nine, I don't think this one's a stretch. I think that that LA sitting at nine makes a lot of sense. They they played pretty well coming out of the break. However, a lot of the wins that they had out of the break were against, you know, some of the, the lower level teams, uh, I guess you could say. You know, they came out of the break, they got a win against Indiana. Then they beat Atlanta twice. But none of those victories were like super convincing. The Indiana game actually was a lot of fun. It was against two like bottom, bottom level teams, but they looked a lot better. Against Atlanta, Atlanta didn't look great, and the Sparks didn't look great, but they got the W. So they grind they they ground out three wins in a row coming out, but probably against, you know, two of the very worst teams in the league at this point. They got a W against New York, which was which was solid. And then since then, they've dropped games to Washington and Connecticut. The Connecticut ones expected and they played Connecticut close. So I got to give some love there. But they did drop a game to Washington, who I currently have at number 11 in my power rankings. Um, so this hurts. I, I think that if you if you were to tell me that you had L.A. higher in your power rankings, I, I could see an argument maybe even to put L.A. up as far as like seven. Okay, I could I could see that argument. I wouldn't be upset about that. But as it sits right now, I did drop them back down to number 9 just because uh yeah, they they've taken back-to-back losses and one loss against the Washington Mystics that that really uh just doesn't look super well against them. So, uh, I've got LA at number 9. Number 8, number 8 I'm going to go with New York. All right. New York has dropped pretty considerably in the standings as of late. They have the third worst record over the last 10 games of anybody in the, in the league. All right. Keeping them at number eight is simply because I still have a little bit of faith in what they can do, but they have not looked good. They've lost three in a row. Okay. They're on a three game losing streak, which has dropped them from being, you know, a a potential candidate for a, a buy, in the first round of the playoffs to they're half a game out of missing the playoffs. So New York really needs to wake up. If you wanted to drop New York to, to eight or excuse me, drop New York to nine and bump LA up to eight. I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, I think that that's a, a very easy argument to make. However, I've got LA and New York. I almost want to make eight and nine like, like the same number, like 8.5 and put both teams listed there. Cause that's kind of where I, I sit with the, both of these teams. LA's on a slight upward trend. New York's on a downward trend, but those trend lines are intersecting right at this eight, nine spot. And, and that's kind of where I've got them. Okay. Next here is another surprise. Okay. Here's, here's, I'm going to turn some heads with this one at number seven. At number seven, I've got the Chicago Sky. Okay? I've got the Chicago Sky. My reasoning behind having Chicago next on this instead of I think several of you are, are wondering where where one particular team hasn't shown up on, on my power rankings this low yet. Because here's here's where I'm looking at this. This 6-7 split here is where you determine if a team is in the top half of the league or in the bottom half of the league. And right now, the Chicago Sky, as they sit, I'm going to put in the bottom half of the league because they should be so much better and they aren't. They seem to be this team that I keep like really wanting to believe in, really wanting to get excited about, and yet just continual disappointment all right they've they've dropped a couple games most recently did have a victory again it was against Atlanta everybody's beating Atlanta Indiana and LA and Washington are beating Atlanta all right so i'm i'm that's almost a a, a given all right they dropped games to Minnesota who's looking good they dropped games to Dallas and uh they did have a 2 point victory over the Seattle Storm which was exciting right coming right out of uh right out of the break to beat the defending champs who were who were in first place at the time. However, that was with Seattle sitting and missing Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart and uh Chicago barely being able to squeak that victory out. They don't look convincing. They don't look, uh, they they don't look like the type of team that I think is going to do much in the playoffs at this point in time. Do they have the roster and the talent to do that? A hundred percent. All right. If you're going off talent on the roster, Chicago is a top, probably a top three team in this league. Okay. Fantastic. But the fact that they're sitting at, uh, let me pull the standings up again. They're sitting at sixth place in the standings. You know, at five, at exactly 500, they're 12 and 12 and they're 500 over the last 10 games. Even with, uh, you know, having Candace Parker back, you know, she's got a little bit of, uh, injury issues. Uh, I, I understand that. Don't, uh, I'm okay with that, but she's not, she's not there. It's not, it's not happening. All right. Here, uh, so there's your surprise is, is that I've got, I've got Chicago at seven. And then I'm sure plenty of you can figure out who I've got next because some of you were expecting this team to be dropped as low as, uh, as nine, but I've got the Dallas wings currently in the top half of the league in my power rankings. All right. Because it's the opposite from Dallas or the opposite from Chicago right now. Okay. The Dallas wings on paper and, and from whatever their expectation was, should not be doing as well as they are. Now, they're they're a game and a half behind Chicago in the standings. All right. Uh, However, the Dallas Wings, as of late, have had some pretty fun basketball being played. All right. Uh, They beat the Washington Mystics. They beat Chicago. That was really the determining factor. All right. Back on August 17th, they beat Chicago. That's where I got to give them a bump in their in their ratings. If you think I'm crazy for having Dallas at six, I'm willing to listen to you because so many of you are going to say, hey, Kyle, don't you know, you just talked about how Indiana got this awesome win against Dallas and Indiana's in last place. Sure, I get that. So if, if that's going to be your determining factor in dropping Dallas low in your rankings, I get it. OK, I'm I'm totally cool with that. But just as I'm sitting here, as I'm seeing this, they got a W against Chicago recently and they took care of business against Washington. So that's why I bumped them slightly ahead of Chicago, because they also are doing this with a roster that probably shouldn't be doing as well as they have been. So that's the reason I've got Dallas sitting at number six. So let me run through my rankings really quick. Just to give you an overview before I hit my top five here. Number 12, Atlanta. Number 11, Washington. Number 10, Indiana. Number nine, Los Angeles. Number eight, New York. Number seven, Chicago. And number six, Dallas. Now let's get into the top five. Seattle is going to be my number five. And, uh, and I know I'm going to get some heat from this. I know I'm going to get some heat from this. It is not because I don't have faith. And, uh, if you're asking me to pick, uh, pr- two teams that I think are most likely to make the finals. I'm picking Seattle, but we're talking power rankings as we sit on August 26th. And as we sit on August 26th and recency, Seattle's dropped. Okay. Seattle's dropped down into the power rankings. Now, Again, they probably still are my personal favorites to to make a run towards the finals. I think they have just as good a shot as anybody else in the league right now. And, you know, they they just got a visit to the White House, so this is not a slam at all at uh against Seattle. Okay? This is this is not a, a slam against them. Now, their losses, you know, they've had a couple losses after after coming off that that big victory in the inaugural uh Commissioner's Cup. But since then, they've lost to Chicago. They've lost to New York. They beat New York. So they, they went one on one against a, a New York Liberty team that I've got down at number eight. They did beat the Washington Mystics, but everybody has recently. So that's not impressive to me. And then they dropped a, a game to Minnesota. All right. So see, I, I see this not necessarily the, as a, a drag on Seattle because I understand we sat Brie. I understand we sat Sue. All right. So I, I get that. But this is not saying, Oh, Seattle's dropped and, and that I'm, I'm losing my faith in Seattle. What this is saying is that these other four teams that I've got ahead of Seattle have just really impressed me lately. And right now I have to give the love, uh, to those teams that have, you know, have, have caught my attention. So that's really what this is. It's not necessarily a, Oh, you know, I think. I think that Seattle's the fifth best team in the league. I don't, but I think that as they sit with momentum right now, Seattle's maybe lost a spot or two against some of these other teams that I'm going to rank a little bit higher. Number four, I've got sitting in my number four spot. I have the Phoenix Mercury. Currently on a five game winning streak. They're seven and three over their last 10, looking very, very strong. This Phoenix Mercury team, you know, riding, riding the back of, uh, Skylar Diggins Smith and Brittany Griner to just brand new heights. Phoenix is looking so good. Okay. Phoenix is looking so good. Since coming back from the break, they haven't, they haven't lost a game. All right. The last loss that they have is pre Olympic break. And it was to the, the Seattle storm who were then the best team in the WNBA. All right. Since that time, they've had double digit victory against Atlanta. Uh, They've got a a victory against Indiana. They've got a double digit victory against Washington. They've got a, a big time win against uh, Atlanta uh, uh, again. All right. So they've got two, two victories against Atlanta and then an absolute drubbing of New York. All right. Now, Running through those teams that those are all teams who are in that bottom third of the league, right um you know or, or you know the probably the bottom four or five teams in the in the league that they've beaten, but they've beaten them soundly, they've looked good doing it, and it looks like they haven't had to really struggle with too many of these teams except for Indiana, which is yet again another reason why I pushed Indiana up to number ten instead of having them down at number eleven so We'll wait and see where we're at with, with Phoenix as we move forward. They've got a really like helpful back half of the, of this season. If you listen to our, our mid-season grades, um, we looked at the Seattle or excuse me, the Phoenix, um, you know, the, the back end schedule of, of the Phoenix Mercury and we felt really, really excited for what they could do standings wise because, um, you know, they're, they're, their uh, placement, their standings weren't great. You know, we were like, oh man, they're really underperforming. But then we saw who they would be playing in the second half of this, of this season. So just so everybody's aware, their upcoming games that they've got, um, they've got New York tomorrow or today, if you're probably listening to this on Friday, right? Uh, They've got New York tonight. Then they play Chicago. Then they play uh, Indiana back to back. And then Atlanta again. So, they currently play, uh, you know, New York, Chicago, Indiana, Indiana, Atlanta. It's not until September 11th that they even play a top tier team. And then they play Connecticut, Seattle, Las Vegas back to back to back. Those last three games are their last three games of the season. So they could potentially be going into, uh, be, uh let me just do my math real quick. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10. They could be writing a 10-game winning streak when they match up against the Connecticut Sun on September 11th. I don't think that that is out of the realm of possibility, just simply because they've played so well as of late. I got to give it up. That's why they're my number four team, and that's why they slightly passed Seattle on my power rankings. Number three, the Minnesota Lynx. I've got the Minnesota Lynx sitting in my number three spot. This one I went back and forth on. All right. Now they they've won their last two games and they were on a big time winning streak prior. They were, they were on a a six or seven game winning streak heading into the break. So coming out of the break, um, didn't look as dominant. Okay. They got a a victory, double digit victory against New York. That's fine. Took a pretty solid L. in fact, two solid L's against Connecticut did not look solid against Connecticut, but got back on track. Um, And their last two games they beat in Chicago and Seattle. So, you know, as, as hot as Connecticut looks right now, that's their only slip up that they've had since since coming back from the break. And prior to the break, they were on a huge winning streak. So the only team that's beat them over 10 plus games is the number one team in the league right now, Connecticut. So. I think that it's very fitting that we've got Minnesota all the way up at number three in our power rankings. I don't think that that's a stretch at all. They're only a game and a half out of first place. They're half a game away from, uh, or excuse me, they're, they're three and a half games. I was looking at Seattle's. So I apologize. Um, they're three and a half games out of first place, two games out of uh, uh, two and a half games out of a, a, a first round and second round by they're looking strong and, and I would not be surprised if we continue to see Minnesota make a climb. I think that uh, there's a potential uh that they could crack into the top three of the league standings before the, the end of the season. I don't know if it's likely, but I think that there is a, a pretty strong possibility that that could potentially happen for this Minnesota team because they look so good. Uh They look so good against everybody not named Connecticut. So I've got Minnesota there. Which leaves us with our top two teams. All right. And when I reveal the number two, I don't, it's always hard because when you reveal number two, it, you're revealing your number one as well. All right. You're, you're revealing your number one at the same time. And, uh, and that's okay with me, but my number two team is the Las Vegas aces, which then obviously means that I've got Connecticut as, as the number one team, uh, in my current power rankings. But let's talk the aces before we get into Connecticut. All right. Um, since coming back from the break, all right. Since coming back from the break, they've only played four games. Uh, and those results are, uh, they got a one point victory against Washington. Made me nervous, but it was, it was coming off a break. So everybody's a little bit rusty. Some strange things happen in those first games back. They doubled down on that, got a double digit victory. Uh, against the Mystics uh, following that two days later. Um, then they ran into the scorching hot Connecticut sun, pun intended, and, and took an L there, but they're back on track against uh, the Atlanta dream, took care of business there. All right. So yes, I know their three wins are against some pretty terrible teams and their one loss was against, but their one loss was against the best team uh, currently in women's hoops. Um, so I've, I've got to give the love up to Las Vegas. Now, some of you are going to have Seattle above Las Vegas and we're going to have Minnesota around the same right now. I still think that Las Vegas looks like an absolute title contender. I don't, I haven't seen anything that's got me like red alert scared for Las Vegas's future. Um, I think that the, um, the game against Connecticut really should have and could have been a lot closer. Asia Wilson went one for 15. I'm going to give full credit to Connecticut's defense and also full credit and say, I don't think Asia Wilson's going to be doing that the next time they, they match up if they match up again. Right. Las Vegas, you know, aces fans, Connecticut's had your number. All right. All right. But outside of that, you've played well against pretty much anybody else in this league. You look really solid. And I really like what's coming up for Las Vegas in the uh, the rest of their schedule as we as we look ahead. Uh, they've got a game to get back on track against Indiana. Then they follow it up with back to back meetings against the Chicago Sky, who have not looked impressive. Um They've got a, a a pretty good road, a pretty good test, uh, but it is at home against the Minnesota Lynx. And then you've got Dallas, Chicago and Phoenix. Um, so it's not necessarily the easiest of schedules, but it's a lot of, uh, kind of your mid-tier teams that they're facing up against, you know, your Chicago's, your Dallas. Um, even Phoenix, which as, as hot as Phoenix has been, you know, still, they still have some work to do in the standings. So there you have it. Here's my number two team, which leaves us with. Last but not least at all, the Connecticut Sun. Holy cow. Can we just give it up for Connecticut? All right. I'm just giving some mad love, some mad props to Connecticut right now because goodness, outside of the Commissioner's Cup game, which doesn't count toward standings, doesn't count at all toward any WNBA season stat, nothing like that. They got thrashed in that game against Seattle since then. Just listen to these scores. All right. They matched up against uh, a Dallas wings team who looks like they could take on pretty much anybody, uh, any given night and they demolished them, beat them by 21. All right. Then they come in against uh, the Minnesota Lynx, who at this point were just red hot. Weren't losing to anybody. All right. The, the Lynx have been phenomenal. The links, uh, you know, big win streaks, you know, MVP caliber type of plays. Sylvia Fowles, My goodness. One of the just best seasons that we've ever seen from Sylvia Fowles. Um, Phenomenal, phenomenal Minnesota team. Connecticut doesn't even allow them to keep in the same gym. Okay. Connecticut beats them by 12 and then beats them by 11 in back-to-back games. Then they come up against the number two team in the league, the Las Vegas aces, and they beat them by 14. So since coming, since coming off of that, uh, that commissioner's cup game, they've had a 21 point victory, a 12 point victory, 11 point victory, 14 point victory. And then today, uh, actually was probably their, uh, you know, the, the quote unquote sketchiest performance that they've had. They only beat Los Angeles by four, but they've got the W's. All right. They're looking very, very good. In WNBA games outside of the commissioners cup that doesn't count in WNBA regular season games, they're on a seven game win streak and have only lost once in the last 10, in the last 10 games. They look very strong sitting at 19 and six, a full game ahead of the number two team. Connecticut, y'all need to take note, pay attention. They're the real deal and, uh, and look like they could really, really make some noise in the playoffs this year. So there you have it. Let's run through those standings one last time for you. Starting at number 12, the Atlanta Dream. Number 11, Washington Mystics. Number 10, Indiana Fever. Number 9, Los Angeles Sparks. Number 8, New York Liberty. Number 7, Chicago Sky. Number 6, Dallas Wings. Number 5, Seattle Storm. Number 4, Phoenix Mercury. Number 3, Minnesota Lynx. Number 2, Las Vegas Aces. And my number 1 team currently in my power rankings is the Connecticut Sun. Now, I know automatically, and I made this caveat at the beginning of the episode, this is speaking from Kyle Haywood's perspective, all right? Hit me up on Twitter, at Haywood underscore Kyle. Um, Tweet at the the show account, I'll see it there as well, all right? But hit me up with your takes, tell me where I'm completely wrong. Twitch chat's been letting me have it, and I love it. Twitch chat, I've been reading, Let's uh, let me know where I'm wrong. All right. Let me know where I'm wrong. Okay. Tell tell me what your what your thoughts are. I'd love to hear from you. Uh again, don't this is not a prediction of where I think think uh these teams are gonna end up. I think that if that were the case, Seattle would not be sitting at number five. I'd have them in probably my, my top two, maybe top three. Um but uh and I probably wouldn't have Indiana up at number ten. All right, but Right now, this is power rankings, how I see the teams as they're playing right now. Strength, who I think would beat who right now. That's where I've got it. Okay. That's where I've got my my 12 through number one. Um, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you listening to this uh, to this episode. This was just a little bit of fun. I figured tonight I'd just hop on, have a little fun with some power rankings. And uh, I want to hear yours. So hit us up on Twitter at WNBA nation pod and give us your power rankings on there. We want to hear where you've got the teams ranked right now. And, uh, and, and let's see how it, how it goes. All right. Now, again, check with me in a couple days. I'll probably switch a couple of these, a couple of these rankings around, but that's where we sit tonight. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, it's been fun. Hopefully my solo voice hasn't put you completely to sleep and uh and uh thanks for tuning in and and checking out the show uh much love uh and uh shouts to my my co-hosts who i know are going to be listening to this episode shout out to jason who has been doing so much on our back end uh the back end side of the show um, behind the scenes a lot of the production a lot of the editing that all goes to jason so if you if you have a chance to give him a shout out if you have a chance to send him some love on twitter it just headed us up on our show account is an easy way or you can hit us up hit him up at cj snow seventeen eleven. i know he'd appreciate some love there he puts in a lot of work behind the scenes so shout out to jason and uh for WNBA nation i'm kyle haywood and we got you next time